0: On today's show, I am joined by co-host Casey as we do a very special holiday-themed edition of The Final Countdown. In addition to some brief Marvel and DC cinematic news, Casey ranks her top five favorite Christmas movies while I rank my top five favorite episodes of television revolving around Christmas. So join us, will you, as we have a very Casey Christmas here on Free Your Geek. By the- Welcome. Is him. and welcome to a christmas edition of free your geek i am your host jay free and i want to introduce and i haven't really mentioned this uh to her but uh my pretty much my official co-host for the podcast right now uh, you know, all of COVID, I'm going to call her uh, COVID co-host Casey, Casey Trembley, Welcome back to Free Your Geek.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited, and I love hearing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's been, you've been kind of the consistent, I'm going to call you consistent, Casey. Your name is so uh, good to use <laughs> with different alliter- alliteration, and, and uh, yeah, because I even think I'm going to name this episode A Very Casey Christmas. Um, oh, I love it. So I think I think that's what we're <laughs> going to do with this. But uh yeah, welcome back. It's been 3 months I think since our, our sh- last show and w- was that you that I was on was that
1: September. I think it was September 28th cuz I went back
0: and looked. Oh, well there you go. So but w- were you on that show? Yeah. Okay. So basically you you've taken a 3-month hiatus. It's taken us 3 months to get you back on, but it was also the last show it was 3 months ago. So yeah, you're pretty much the, <laughs> the co-host at this point. Um Hey. But I know there's some stuff going on with you. I think we talked about it last show. Uh, but I just want to see how you're feeling, how you're doing. Uh, you know, it's it's wintertime here in New England. Well, it's wintertime everywhere. But New England, you know, tends to get the cold and the, the snow and whatnot. So I just want to check in and see how yeah. you're doing.
1: I'm good. I'm good. It's actually funny that our podcasts fall on Mondays because Mondays is the beginning of my new week of pregnancy. So today I am 27 weeks today.
0: Well, congratulations. <laughs> 27 you, weeks. Next-
1: it's crazy, and next next Monday starts my twenty eighth week, obviously, and that starts my third trimester. So when are so you I'm, officially due? Like th- I'm officially due March fifteenth, so we have about uh, exactly three months.
0: Oh wow! All I'm right. kind
1: of freaking out. I'm okay. so excited, but I'm very, very nervous.
0: Is that? I, I'm <laughs> totally. Good. I'm gonna I'm be totally okay. So a couple things is I don't know if that's, and I'm gonna sound like a total idiot here, but the Ides of March is that March fifteenth? Or when is the Ides of March? Ooh, we're gonna I'm have to. We're gonna have to look that because I, if if it's March fifteenth, like they always say, beware the Ides of March. So I would not recommend that. But if you could wait a day oh. and have it on March sixteenth, <laughs> then you could yeah. have a stone cold Steve Austin baby because it would be Austin three sixteen. Yes,
1: three sixteen. I, I like it. I think I, I like think it. we should totally you are do correct. it. correct. Oh, I wow. I think so, too, because you are. I says the eyes of March is the 74th day in the Roman calendar, corresponding to the 15th of March.
0: Wow, there we go. See, now so educating cool. people, too. Free Your right? Geek is also educational.
1: Educational.
0: Uh, Yeah, so we got a little bit of, of things to talk about. Um, It's not going to be a tremendously long episode, but I did want to get one in before the holiday season. Uh, I know, Before the year's over. Before the end of the year, yeah. So... Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of apropos and I know you're not, um, a potential uh, or super expert on all the Marvel stuff, but, uh, Disney plus came out with a ton of stuff. Uh, so very, oh, I
1: did see that. Okay. So I very did, quickly was. people were talking about it.
0: Wandavision. The trailer looks phenomenal, looks totally like kooky and weird. I'm getting a bewitched slash Brady bunch vibe to it. Uh, so I don't know how that's going to be, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Looks like it's going to be action-packed, like a buddy cop type of thing. Um, what else has been coming out? Uh, Loki, the Loki series. Um, he, it looks like, and again, spoilers for people that haven't really seen it or, or, or heard anything, but definitely check it out. It uh, looks like he's going to be going through the alternate timeline, so it's kind of picking up where the particular Loki from Endgame, where he took the Tesseract and disappeared what's going to be happening with him so it's not going to be the loki that redeemed himself necessarily and died at the hands of thanos so i'm curious to see how that's going to be Uh, they announced an animated what if which is going to be phenomenal and then um, casting wise they just announced that it's official that um, Haley steinfeld uh, i don't know if you know who Haley steinfeld is she was in Couple different movies, Pitch Perfect. Uh, she's a, a singer, a singer. Uh, but she's... yeah,
1: she's, I know, her, I know her from. I saw her in Pitch Perfect, but I know her from music too.
0: She's been cast as, uh, oh my god, I can't, I'm blanking on. Oh, Kate Bishop in the new Hawkeye series with Jen, uh, Jeremy Renner. So there's there's a ton of Marvel. Uh, then there's also you know the news that both uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are potentially going to be in the new Spider-Man movie. So I think we're going to be dealing with alternate realities we're going to have spider man from different universes coming together and spoiler alert so if you haven't if you want to kind of be surprised jump forward about another 30 seconds but it was also uh noted that toby Maguire might be in the new dr strange movie as the original spider-man so it looks oh, wow. like dr strange is going to be dealing with the multiverse because i believe the name is the the multiverse of madness uh, you know i don't have all that in front of me but, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Spider-Man 3, Doctor Strange is going to be very, very interesting de- dealing with alternate reality. So I'm curious to see how all of that's coming into play. And then from the DC side, we're only a few days away from Wonder Woman 2 or Wonder Woman 1984 from dropping on HBO Max on Christmas Day. So there's a lot of cool things. You know, obviously with COVID and the movie theaters and such, that you know these studios are trying to find a different way to... Recoup their money. So again, with uh, Warner Brothers and whatnot, like having it on HBO Max, which is also own, owned by Warner Brothers, like I think just kind of ties it all together. So this holiday season and 2021 is looking bright as it pertains to streaming services for superheroes. So I don't want to go too much into that. But um, Casey, any thoughts before we get into our main crux of discussion?
1: Well, I was gonna say real quick about Marvel. So, um, John Berthnall is Frank Castle in The Punisher, which I have not watched the series, but I loved the Punisher movie with um, Tom Thomas Jane. And yes. I read today that they want that he wants to direct. I don't know if it's the next season. I'm assuming, but he wants to direct John Berthnall as Frank Castle. That so would be I'm, amazing. I know because I loved him in that movie, and he, I guess, he wants to be a part of it. So that that was exciting to me. On that's, the marble
0: side, that's awesome. So, see, I'm glad you're, you're you're keeping your eyes on the prize too. You get your nose buried in the uh, the articles, the the rumblings within yeah, pop culture. Yeah, trying
1: to expand my horizon. So, you, know?
0: you pretty much already have the co-host role. So, I mean, now that the fact that you right. can actually get into that would be great.
1: Absolutely. So, now I'm on a roll.
0: Well, speaking of, this is going to be your first real test as uh, potential uh, co-host here. Well, we already got the co-host gig, but I don't know when KB is going to okay, be back. But
1: I can't get can
0: not get fired if i don't do this no no well, no you, you well no it's it's, it's this is going to be it's going to be a live test uh you know recording as you test out for this uh role kb we're thinking of you i'd love to uh and this is you know get maybe a, a podcast with you and kb just to see how you play off each other yeah
1: absolutely um eventually Definitely. and then you
0: know uh we'll try to work a the Don in at some point too uh, we'll we'll have to try to work to get like yeah. these uh, you know a triple threat action in here whether it's you me and kb you me and Don, or We'll have Absolutely. to figure it all, out. But, I'm for it. but we can. It's it's so cool. We can do this all mobily now. So,
1: yeah. Um, so.
0: Speaking of being mobile, and speaking of you know ranking uh, all these co-hosts, because I think you'd be number one in my heart. Um, we Aww. have we have we have a a segment on this podcast that we have not done in a very very long time. Yeah. And uh, Casey, I invited you, and we're going to do a little bit different. So it's going to be kind of familiar to longtime listeners, but. Also with a little twist, uh, do you wanna do you want to uh, call it out and, and name the segment, or do you want me to call it out?
1: No, I'll let you do that.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll, so I'll prep you. I'll prep you with this. Okay. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little segment here that we do, that we rank a number of different categories and criteria, spanning a mass amount of subject matter, and we call this little segment. Of the final, a countdown.
1: It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Yeah.
0: Man, have I missed that music.
1: I love that song oh man
0: that's it's been a while you know we kind of does like it bring back memory it does like I have so many ideas for countdowns it's just you know it's very specific uh things that I'm ranking so KB and, and Don occasionally couldn't really get into it because they don't know like if I were to be like oh I want to do just out of the whim like Top five comic book artists, like you know, KB might be able to do that, but Don wouldn't have been able, or maybe not. Yeah, I wouldn't have
1: that. been able either. But like, you even know, your I, last, even the one I listened, even the, the most recent one I listened to, which was an old one you had sent me, where you got, I, think I was you did prepping comic you, comic book couples, comic you book couples, yeah, I mean, and it was a good one. It was really good, but I'm like, I, I, and then as, as you guys are saying them, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, oh, my God. But I was like, I wouldn't have even thought of that.
0: But what we could do, like, no. you know, in the future, think about this, we could have you do, if you want to do a solo one in the future, top five Harry Potter characters. Could, I could totally do that. You know, so we can we can or we can do That's top five one. movie characters at some point and you can throw in
1: we could do that one too. That's we, a good we one. Got,
0: we got so like many it. options. But this we do. one is gonna snowball. Well uh, ha, ha. I like what you did there because snowball makes Bazinga. you think of winter and Christmas time and the holiday <laughs> season. And our <laughs> final countdown topic for today, as I mentioned, there is a twist. Casey will be doing her top five favorite Christmas movies. While I will be doing my top five Christmas, favorite Christmas TV episodes. So we're going to start off with number five. Casey's going to give her movie. I will give my TV show. And then we'll go all the way from five to four to three to two to one. But Casey did mention per uh, co-host gig. She always has to have, just like KB, some honorable mentions. So let's go through your honorable mention movies right now.
1: Okay. So... My three honorable honorable mention movies are A Nightmare Before Christmas. I love that movie.
0: Okay, so why do you like it? This was
1: really tough. So I love it because I just, I love Jack and Sally. I love their whole romance and how it's forbidden, and then they come together, and I just, I love Jack. He's just so funny. He's so, like... He's just a totally different character halfway through the movie. And I I love that he just embraces Christmas. Um, And I love that it's a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. Um, And I love the animation, the characters, the oogie boogie. He's like so cool. He's creepy as all hell, but he's cool. Um, So that was my first honorable mention. My second one is Bad Santa, because who doesn't love like a raunchy Christmas movie? Um, And my third one is Jack Frost, because it's just so sad and like, we, I actually watched it over Thanksgiving, and I was like, I can't watch this because I'm going to cry, but that was just it's such a sweet movie. I love that, and I love uh, Michael Keaton. So so those are my three honorable mentions.
0: So moving to number five, Casey, what is your fifth favorite Christmas so, movie of all time? So number my five. My
1: fifth favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch, How a Grinch Stole Christmas, but the live action with Jim Carrey because it's just it's perfect it's perfect i love jim carrey i love him as the grinch he just brings like such an element to it and i mean we all feel like the grinch sometimes but let's be honest he hates people not christmas so we can i think we can all relate especially around christmas time um so that's my number five
0: excellent well that's a great that's a great kickoff a great pick and I'm going to go into my top five favorite Christmas episodes of television. And as always with these, I tend to bring a little audio clip. So let's go with number five. Number five is season five, episode nine of Parks and Recreation. And I will say, I should have said this at the forefront. Uh, obviously, if you, I mentioned something, we're going to have spoilers for all of these um, so it's the episode entitled Ron and Diane Leslie Nope, play, played by Amy Poehler congratulates Ron Swanson on his award nomination from the Indiana Fine Woodworking Association for a chair he recently constructed Ron realizes this may be his first time he's ever actually wanted to attend an event and plans on taking his girlfriend Diane Lewis. Leslie then subsequently invites herself. And it's just a great episode because it deals with uh, Ron Swanson, uh, played by Nick Offerman, and then his real life wife. Um, I can't think of her, the actress's name, but she plays on uh, Will and Grace. She plays Karen on Will and Grace. I can't think of her name uh, off the uh, top. Megan Mulaney? Yeah, they, they're Mulaney. married in real life, but she plays his ex wife, Tammy, too. And he's, like, obsessed with her, and he tried, like she's, like, the sex pop that always, like, lures him back in with sex. And uh, the fact that he's dating Diane, who is played by Lucy Lawless, and then his real-life wife plays his ex-wife, who he can't stand and he hates. And she's, like, they're, they're all trying to battle. But the clip I'm going to play is when Leslie announces uh, Ron received that award, and he's being invited to uh, the gala, to the award show. So let's listen to that right now.
1: Merry Congratulations christmas What? Half Merry Christmas, half congratulations. Because I just received some news. You, Ron Swanson, have been nominated for an award from the Indiana Fine Woodworking Association. How did you hear about that? I've had a Ron Swanson Google Alert for seven years, and it finally paid off!
0: I have to confess, I'm very honored by this nomination. Right? This might be the first time I've ever wanted to attend an event. Oh, my
1: God, I love events! I can't wait to go tonight.
0: Why are you going?
1: As your self-appointed emotional guardian, it is my duty to love and support you. Plus, you know, this is a big deal. You shouldn't be there alone.
0: That's correct. I'm bringing Diane. Things are going very well with Even us. Even
1: better, I am very excited to meet Diane.
0: You're not taking no for an answer, are
1: you? Oh, I forgot to sing you my Merry, Congratulate Christmas carol. Jingle bells, jingle yay, jingle good for you. Get out. Yep.
0: <laughs> and that's my number five, Parks and Recreation. I just love the fact Leslie Knope, you know, just uh, that song at the end always cracks me up. And he's just like, get out. It's like so stern, so stubborn, just like not having any of it. So I love that. That's my number five. Moving on. Love it. To number four. Casey, what is your number four movie?
1: Okay, so my number four movie is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I This is one of the rare occasions now I don't know if I've told you this before, but I normally tell people I'm not a sequel person at all. I think there's maybe two, maybe three tops of sequels that I'm like okay with and that I love. I actually like Home Alone Two better than the first one. Um, I I had just been to New York City for the first time actually like four years ago, um, and I just I love how he uses the house like his aunt's house. I think it's the aunt's house. Um, but my favorite is the Pigeon Lady. She is just my favorite. I literally that the whole movie, I just like I can't wait to see her. Um, no, but the whole the whole movie is just I don't know I love I love it. I loved it better than him being home. Um, and it's just a good Christmas movie. I, I think adults like it and kids like it. So and that's my number four. So
0: I'm going to uh, jump in here. And I so I if I were to assume, don't give it away. Since you said you liked it better than the original, I am assuming the original Home Alone is not on your list. It is not on my list. Okay, I personally have a problem with that,
1: <laughs> um,
0: just because I wholeheartedly disagree with you about the sequel being better than the original. I think the original, as much as I hate to say it, is more grounded in reality. If that makes any sense whatsoever. No, it movies. is because it's it's more believable. I, I just,
1: I don't even care. I think like, well. I, I,
0: I have mean, two major the whole, grapes. The whole thing. Yeah. First of all, it's called Home Alone. So he's not <laughs> even in his own home. So that's that's the first problem I have. But he's
1: in a home. It doesn't say in my home One alone, that's being renovated. Home Alone.
0: I will say this. The one thing I have, the biggest problem I have with this movie, and this is actually, it's funny because I was talking with a. Uh, co-worker about this and she dislikes birds so she hates the pigeon lady which (laughs) i tend to agree with too because i think i can't think of the guy's name the guy with the shovel in the first one way better than the pigeon lady i mean oh
1: yes the old yeah the old man saves kevin's
0: life he's like it's like a real life lesson like kevin helps him out like talk to your damn family you know make up with your son you know be a good grandfather for your granddaughter like all that i get that Whatever, That's but he fine.
1: brought he brought friendship to the pigeon lady who I, was all no, alone on. Christmas. I'm
0: not even disagreeing with that. That's not my major gripe. Okay. My major gripe okay, is: What is it? You're in New York City. You shouldn't be running into the same people every single time. <laughs> look at the lady that Marv like hits on that woman at when they're waiting at a yes, stop with the blonde hair yes. and then they run into him <laughs> again and the second like later in the movie where Kevin pinches her butt to, to blame it on Marvin to get away from like is not possible that you could run into the scene that is like statistically I, I don't want to say impossible but it's highly 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 improbable it's
1: highly unlikely but the hotel scene and he tells them to you know with the with the ice cream in the movie and, okay like, I just you,
0: I have homework and the toy I, have, store. I have homework for you. I want you okay. to go watch this movie again. And 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 tell me if I'm wrong. And, and and any listener can tell me if I'm wrong that wants to go watch this movie again. This movie was only made to sell talk boys. Let's let's start off with that. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I
1: actually had one. So when he goes. I totally agree with you.
0: Did you have a talk boy or a talk girl? <laughs> I
1: had I had the talk boy because I okay, was the Good. The, the, the
0: authentic. Okay. So yeah. He walks into the bathroom while Uncle Frank is taking a shower. He doesn't record the song until halfway through. And Yet, he gets the whole song. But he gets the whole song in the hotel when the guys are, he's doing, he's basically doing the same bits from, you know, the first movie. Instead of you using, you know, the railroad track and a Michael Michael Jordan cutout and a mannequin and dancing yeah, around. Yeah,
1: He uses a con balloon in the shower.
0: With a song that he only got half of the recording. How did he get that first half of the recording? Go back and watch that. Continuity error. Okay. Well, thank
1: you for
0: ruining my fourth. So now I want to hear your fourth. Well, this is going to be great because, okay, great. Let's move on to my number four. And this one's actually going to be kind of a downer, which I think uh, this one to me has a very – Uh, It's a wonderful life type of feel to it. This is an episode, and I'm not sure if you're a fan of the show or not, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 3, Episode 10. It's called Amends. So Buffy's ex-boyfriend Angel is haunted with dreams of the people that he murdered over the years as Angelus. When Buffy starts getting dragged into his memory nightmares, experiencing Angel's dreams also, they realize something unnatural is happening. Angel's visions develop and try to get him to kill Buffy, saying that he will be released from the pain if he does so. And since Angel cannot bring himself to do this, he instead opts to kill himself by standing on a hill and waiting for the sun to come up. The powers that be make it snow to prevent that from happening. And I believe this takes place on Christmas Eve. So let's get a little audio clip of that. please. Just this once. Let me be strong.
1: Strong is fighting. It's hard and it's painful and it's every day. It's what we have to do and we can do it together. But if you're too much of a coward for that, then burn. If I can't convince you that you belong in this world, then I don't know what can. But do not expect me to watch. And don't expect me to mourn for you because...
0: And it's at this point that snow starts falling down. It's gonna be snowing all day. The sun won't be coming up. The powers that be, Whatever you want to call it, a higher power is preventing Angel from taking his own life because he still has good to do in the world. And to me, it's kind of touching, I guess. It's it's just like, you know, I know that the holidays can get depressing for a lot for some, especially it's dark, it's cold, it's dank, it's bitter. And, you know, I think this kind of towed the line with the, the sense of like not wanting to be in this world anymore if you're going to be hurting a lot of people and wanting to take yourself out of this world and then just like a higher power stepping and saying, no, you're still needed here. I think it's a it's kind of a, you know, read between the lines type of thing that for people that are going through anything dark that there's, you know, there's a purpose for you being here. And I think it's a it's a overall good message. I don't want to get too serious on this, but, you know, it's Absolutely. a it's a, show, no, I agree. it's a show about vampires and, you know, a vampire with a soul <laughs> who's in love with the person who kills vampires. But it's just, you know, they played that love story so close to the vest. Um, I just really liked what they did with that and the fact that, again, people or, or some people or beings, as it were, have a higher purpose. So even though you don't want to necessarily be in this world anymore, you you still need to be in this world because there's something for you to do. There's a, a higher purpose for you. So I just like the messaging on that. And I think that's very important to uh, remember in this holiday season. But, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's my number four. So let's move on to uh, number three.
1: Okay. Hey, my number three Christmas movie of all time is Elf. Cause I mean, if you don't like Elf, like we can't be friends. It's just like, there's that. Um, no, I love Will Ferrell. I really love almost everything that he's in. Um, but Elf is just such a feel good movie and it's just happy. And I love, I love syrup too. I put, I mean, I don't put it on my spaghetti, but, um, although that actually sounds kind of good. Um, but that's, no, it's that's just, it's pregnancy a brain <laughs> right which is weird because I actually haven't had any weird cravings but that one just as I said it out loud I'm like oh you know what I might try that um no but uh I love Will Farrell. I just I think I think you either love Will Farrell or you hate him I there's really I don't think there's like an in-between and I just I've seen Elf probably a thousand times and I legit laugh every time I watch it it's just such a good movie um it's just very, like, Christmas spirit. He just loves Christmas so much, and I love that, you know, he changes his dad, you know, and then he makes him sing at the end, and I, I just, I love it. It's just a feel-good movie. I love it.
0: I'm a, I'm and a, that's well, my number Yeah, and again, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. I was going to put my two cents. No, no. Please I, say that's yes. your number four. That's my number three. That's your number three. Sorry, I was. I see. I'm off. See, uh, you passed the first you test. Off. You passed the first test. You made sure Yay. what number we were on, so that's great. Yes. No, I was going to say uh, I like Will Ferrell, um, in small doses. I think he needs to have a good person to play against, or at least a good supporting cast for him to be memorable. Like John C. Riley, you know, uh, uh, Step Brothers, obviously, great movie. Where, um, Talladega Nights, I really, really liked. Um, oh, I love Talladega Nights. You know, so th- those, because I think he plays well off those other characters. I think...
1: Did you like Step Brothers?
0: Step Brothers I love. It's probably my favorite okay, Will Ferrell gonna... movie. Mine too. Um, <laughs> Blades of Glory, I thought he was really, really good oh, I in. love it. So yeah, those, yeah. Those, are my, those are some of my favorites. Um, you know, some of the other stuff I'm not a huge fan of, but Elf, I will say, is a, uh, one of the paramount Christmas movies of recent times, and I say recent times within the last, say, 20 years, uh, give or take. Um, so that's great. I, I love that number three, uh, Casey. I'm going to go for my number three favorite television show, and this is from a TV show that it's my favorite comedy actually that I've ever watched. It's a TV show called Community, and it's called I uh,
1: love Community. I loved Community.
0: Okay, so I will say throw you'll, that out there, so. you'll probably <laughs> no, you'll probably know the episode Abed's uncontrollable Christmas, which is season two, episode eleven. Abed wakes up one day and sees everything in stop motion animation. So all the actors are lending their voices and they actually do stop animation dolls. And it's because Abed's psyche is fractured because his divorced mother visits every year to watch Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, but is spending the holiday season with her new family and then cancels their tradition. So he has a little bit of a mental breakdown, imagining everybody in claymation or stop motion animation and the opening, which is done by the 88, the community theme song, is actually sung by Abed in stop-motion animation. So let's listen to that right now.
1: Hear me the snow, light up the trees, deck every hall, and while you can see, roast every nut, toe This means to be the best Christmas, it's the original.
0: so as he's singing that song he's jumping on the hoods of different cars in the parking lot and campus security has to come and taser him to get him down so i just i i'm we're gonna hear a little bit more from that episode toward the end of the podcast but i just want to put that out there i think it's like community takes like all these tropes and all these different typical uh satirical uh sitcom tropes and they just they, they turn it on its head it's dan Harmon. so if you like rick and morty uh, you'll like community. It's that same type of humor for the most yeah. part. Um, but I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a great they they have a couple of great Christmas episodes. Um, the previous season one Christmas episode is also good. But to me, Abed's uncontrollable Christmas where he turns all of his friends into different toys in his own mind, yeah. I, I think is absolutely fantastic. Um, I love it. So, yeah, that's that's oh. my number three. I love
1: your number three. That was good.
0: And like I said, we'll but be, I
1: also don't. I don't watch the other two shows, so that's okay. I'm not like dissing your other two. I just don't. I don't watch. I know, but it's it's shows, so.
0: something that you can relate to now. So it kind of you know it grabs. you. Yeah. I tried. I tried to keep it very much. You're gonna notice a pattern where it's gonna be both like, you know, drama and comedy, drama and comedy, or even like uh, sci-fi and comedy. So it it kind of works. It toes that line. Um, I like it. So yeah. So that's my number three. Uh, we're gonna go on to number two, but before we do that, let's take a quick break and listen to some words from our sponsors. 4041media.com is your one-stop shop for fresh, locally sourced media. In addition to the Free Geek podcast, there are a number of informative and entertaining podcasts that you can find at 4041media.com. If you're into movies, check out Movie Theater Time Machine. The cast of Nick, Kaz, Dan, and Jocelyn take a trip through movie history. And if you're more into the murder, mystery, and motive, check out the Psych Your Crime podcast. Host Nicole Mann takes a deep dive into both the how and why people do the terrible things they do. Want to exercise your body and your mind? Join Nick Tabor, On Honest Fit Talk with your trainer Nick as he dispels myths, misinformation, and other hurdles to work on your physical and mental health in a safe manner. And do you like sports? How about sports history? Then come on in, sit down for a bit, and let Brian tell you some of the history of the New York Yankees on the Historic Pinstripes podcast. And if you're more into the mystical side of life, then join Haley, and sometimes jelly for some tarot card readings and occasional shenanigans on the Moon Tribe Tarot YouTube page. Are you more of a video gamer? Well, 4041 Media is home to a number of different Twitch streamers. Check out Mr. Bojangles1984 as he grinds his way to becoming a professional streamer. Spoiler warning, he's already pretty damn good at it. Gizmo508 is all about low key game streaming. And Reklesis is on his quest for a world record, or several, on speedrun. And you can also hang out with former guests and occasional co-host of the show, ex-Ms. Black Mamba, as she enters the war zone in Call of Duty. And 4041 Media is growing with more content being added all the time. To listen or watch any of these aforementioned shows, head over to 4041media.com. That's 4041media.com. 4041media, fresh, locally sourced media. And welcome back to the Free Your Geek podcast. We are in the middle of the final countdown. Casey is going to be ranking her number two and one favorite Christmas movies of all time. And then I'll be ranking my second and first favorite television episodes relating to Christmas of all time. So moving right along, Casey. What is your number two?
1: So my number two goes to Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation. So, I yeah,
0: great movie.
1: Yeah, it's just, my dad got me into like all the vacation, like Vegas, I, I love Vegas vacations. it's like one of my favorites, but um, my dad got me into all of those and Chevy Chase, who actually was on Community too, I loved him in Community, um, he is just so funny, like his, he, I just feel like he Acts it so well that he's like not even acting like that's just how he would be in real life um you know the movie's kind of it's kind of it's silly it's not they're all, all the Vegas uh, all the vacation ones are silly but um yeah I just I love it it's I mean it's always on um no I don't really have like a like a one reason it's just I, I watch it every Christmas and it's just a good comedy movie and then You know, at the end, everything works out for him. Um, The squirrel part is my absolute favorite part. I laugh, like belly laugh every time. Um, Yeah, that's my number number two Christmas movie.
0: Okay, moving on to my number two. So you mentioned you were a fan of Community. So let's see if we can tie this together. Let's see if you're a fan of the next television show. So we talked about Community. Chevy Chase was in Community, but he was also in the Vacation movies, correct? Yes. They also remade the uh, Christmas or the Vacation movie, starting with Ed Helms as a grown-up Rusty. Did you ever see that movie?
1: I did not. I'm okay. not a big fan of reboots. And okay, remakes.
0: so that yeah, they basically had. <laughs> I believe they went. They, he took him and his family to uh, Wally World. I believe that like or to, like because that's where he went as a kid and yada yada yada. So there, I believe Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo have cameos in that, but. Ed Helms was also in a television show called The Office. And The Office has had a number of Christmas episodes uh, throughout their seasons. But the one I picked was The Office episode Secret Santa, season 6, episode 13. Michael Scott comes into The Office as Santa and is outraged that Jim had already allowed Phyllis Vance to be a female Santa at the office Christmas party. Michael then rearranges his costume into a Jesus outfit and starts heckling and interrupting Phyllis while she's giving out the secret Santa gifts. When Jim stops Michael again, Michael calls CFO David Wallace to complain. David asks not to be bothered as someone made an agreement to buy the company and David and then presumably everyone else in the office will lose their jobs after the fact. So it's a great episode, but basically it's my favorite scene is the dueling Santas. So I'm going to start before I play the audio clip. Casey, have you ever watched The Office?
1: No, I've seen I've seen episodes, but I okay. I, I don't like religiously watch it. I know.
0: So I know. Steve Carell plays Michael Scott and he's hilarious. So basically this scene is going to be double Santas, Phyllis and Michael. Michael played by Steve Carell, as I mentioned, where. Kevin, who's a, a rather large man in the office, uh, starts talking with Michael. And you know what? I'm going to just let the audio speak for itself. If this were Russia, yeah, sure. Everybody would go to one Santa and there would be a line around the block. And once you sat on her lap and she asked you what you wanted, you would say probably freedom, at which point the KGB would arrest you and send you to Siberia. It's a good thing Russia doesn't exist anymore. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho!
1: Why pay more to sit next to old tranny claws over there when you can sit on my lap? Phyllis is only pretending to be a man. I'm the real thing. Sit down on my lap and there will be no doubt. Oh, okay.
0: No, it's not. It's not like penis-wise. Hello, little boy. What's your name? Michael, it's me, Kevin. Phyllis says I'm too big for her lap. Oh, I am so sorry that Phyllis hates you and hates your body. But Santa remembers a reindeer that was just a tiny bit different as well. When can I sit on your lap? Right now,
1: come on over here, big boy. There we go. Oh
0: my God.
1: That's really comfortable.
0: What would you like for Christmas, little boy? I don't know. I-, I didn't know you were going to ask me that. Well, what did you think was going to happen? I didn't know. Nobody's ever let me sit on their lap before. All right, just say some toys, please. Uh, can you give okay. me some choices? Because I really don't want to mess up on this list. Kevin, okay. come on. What about if I tell you the things I don't want? Okay. Get off, get off. Oh, oh God. I didn't even get to tell you what I wanted. Okay, you know what you get? You got a thousand helium balloons attached to you. So Santa doesn't have to go through this again. Awesome. And that's my number two, the office episode secret Santa. I just love, again, you talked about your love of, of Will Ferrell. I think Steve Carell, just the things he can do. He ad libs his just mannerisms. Everything is so amazing. And then Michael Scott is just a great character for him to play. So
1: uh, I, I love Steve Carell, too. I, I really should start The Office. But I think i, I got to start like from the beginning.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to. Like, Kind
1: of watch the whole thing, yeah. So, I, yeah, because Steve Carell is awesome.
0: Yeah, so real quick, before we get into our number ones, I want to give a quick shout-out to a friend of the show, uh, Johnny Leathers. I don't know if you know Johnny Leathers or if you heard an episode. But uh, he started – he was coming up with some ideas, and he just wanted to throw some out there. He also said Home Alone, too – Christmas Vacation, uh, Ghostbusters 2. Uh, he, just, he was supposed to send me a list because I was going to give him a shout-out what his ranking was. Uh, he also mentioned Die Hard because he believes Die Hard is a Christmas yeah. movie, so I know there's some arguments there. But I just wanted to give him a quick shout-out. Johnny, uh, you're probably listening to this, so thank you for being a listener, and we'll have to have you on again soon. But, uh, yeah, not to take the shine away from Casey. Casey, what is your number one all-time favorite Christmas movie?
1: So my number one all-time favorite christmas movie is because i'm a child at heart is rudolph the red-nosed reindeer
0: Excellent. i will
1: watch that every time it's on i i don't care um i this is just like the most magical christmas movie and it's just so it's like that feeling you get when you're little and you're like waking up on christmas morning and you're you know you're opening your and it's not even about the gifts it's about being with your family and like being together and I just feel like this movie literally grabs that magical Christmas feeling um just everything about it and then they add the human Yukon is like one of the funniest characters um Sam the Snowman how he narrates it and his voice is just so like peaceful um and Hermie is like the best because who wants to be a dentist like who wants to be this little elf wants to be a dentist like I just I think it's hysterical um, he probably so yeah, he probably
0: wanted to be a dentist since he was a little child a little elf child I mean it was probably drilled into his head as a child uh-huh.
1: Bazinga, I, think
0: he did <laughs> I just love your fake laugh thank I you I got it thank you no no that was good
1: Nobody really, no, that was...
0: there's that animosity we have there. oh there, there it is I have to have an- animosity with the co-host there has to be some level of hatred there There it was ha- Merry never, Christmas Jeff never. Merry, Merry Christmas! Merry freaking
1: Christmas, Jeff.
0: There we go. I love it, but no. Please continue your thoughts. Um,
1: yeah, no. So that is my number one favorite Christmas movie. I will watch it every time it's on, and I cannot wait until my child is old enough because he will be forced to watch it as well.
0: So I love. I love yeah. that though. That's tradition. That's a tradition, and that's yeah, a good tradition. Absolutely. And just like you said, like you know, your dad got you into the vacation movies, like. Yeah, that's I. That's you know, if I were to give you a Christmas wish this year, it would be that you're going to be able to make those traditions with your child. And I, I, you know, to not to get too serious here, but yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it'll be. I think you're going to be a wonderful mom, and I can't wait to see how your child and all the traditions that you're going to instill, in movies and and probably Harry Potter fandom and all that fun stuff. Oh,
1: absolutely, and, and teach them how to play Call of Duty. No, but thank you because that means that. Uh, Truly means a lot to me. I love That'll it.
0: That'll be great. That'll be great. You guys can be like doing uh Warzone together. So it'll be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. It'll be great. Um so moving on to my number one. All right,
1: what's what's your number one? All right,
0: so this is gonna be a little out of left field because this takes place on Christmas Eve, but it's not a typical Christmas type of background setting. Casey, have you ever watched the show Lost? I
1: loved
0: Lost. Okay. Lost is my favorite television show of all time.
1: I Uh, love it. So,
0: and it it just so happens that my number one is my favorite episode of all time of Lost. Season four, episode five, The Constant. So Desmond, who is a character on the show, has an ability where his consciousness keeps going back and forth between present day and the past set in 1996. In order to prevent him from going, his brain from shutting down and and him dying, he has to find something in both timelines, a constant in between both timelines. Now, he has an ex girlfriend back in 1996, uh, Penelope Widmore, Penny. He calls her Penny. He begs her when his consciousness goes back to 1996 not to change her telephone number and said he will not call her for eight years. But in order to do so, because to prevent him from dying, because his present. Uh, 2004 mind is now back in 1996 he tells her she cannot change her number so on a last-ditch effort to save his life he's on a freighter out just outside the island and he has access to a telephone call or telephone and he makes that call to that number and what we're going to hear now is the audio from that call
1: You answered Penny Des, where are you? Um I'm I'm, I'm on a boat, um, I've, I've been on an island. Uh, oh
0: my god, Penny, is that really you? Yeah <laughs> Yes, it's me. Believe me, you still care about me. Des, I've been looking for you for the past three years. I know about the island. I've been researching. I've been and then when I spoke to your friend Charlie, that's when I knew you were still alive. That's when I knew I wasn't crazy.
1: Des, you still there?
0: Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm still here. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's better.
0: I love you, Penny. I've always loved you. I'm so sorry.
1: I love you. I love you, too. I don't know where I am, but... I'll find you, Des. I promise. No matter what. I'll come back to you. I won't give up. I promise. I, promise.
0: I, love, I love you. you. Then the the phone loses power, and that's the last time he talks to her until, spoiler alert, she finds him. Um, but I just think it's a, it's like probably one of the most powerful scenes. Uh, I don't know if the audio did it justice, but just the scene between them, each on the phone trying to reconnect. You know, she's been looking for him for three years. You know, he visited her eight years prior to that, telling her not to change her number, he would need it. And she's like not believing him. He couldn't write it down because it wouldn't travel to the future with him. It was a whole thing where like just all the pieces had to fall into place. And I think it's just a very powerful scene. I think it's the greatest episode of Lost that was ever produced. Um, so that is my number one.
1: Your number one rock. It made me want to cry, but it rocked. And it makes me want to rewatch Lost. So
0: thank you. So I I okay totally like geeked them, but I watch I rewatch that series probably once a year. Um,
1: I'm I'm doing it. I always say I'm gonna, and then because if you ask me right now like what happened on that show, I'd be like I swear to God I've seen every episode more than once, and I couldn't explain it to you. But yes, I'm I'm definitely gonna start rewatching it. Well,
0: I think you should do that, and then I think we'll have to do a top uh, a, a final countdown. Because I was actually yeah. going to create it as a uh, as a blog list, but because um, I, I used to write for a blog years ago, which I've been slacking on, but I wanted to do the top eight lost characters um, because Ooh. eight is one of the numbers. So many um, good ones. Yes. That I I literally have probably a good like twelve to fifteen like favorite characters on that show, like characters that I absolutely yeah. love, and I can't yep. really pick. I mean, I have my top two or three, which I'm not going to reveal right, right now in case we ever do that. But just like yeah, every yeah, character it, is we so good, and there's like there's so many great characters, and so many,
1: so so many.
0: Uh, even like top I five. See him
1: on, I see him on other shows now, and I'm like, oh, lost, lost. <laughs> like well, that's, that's so so.
0: Desmond that. in that clip. Uh, I, don't <laughs> uh, I don't watch the show yet. It's on my queue to watch, but he plays a character in the 100. Um. So. Uh, is that on Netflix? Uh, I believe it is. It's a CW show, so it might be on the CW app too but uh, uh, Henry Ian Cusick, I believe is his name. I'm going to probably get that totally wrong, but he's so good. Yeah. I loved, uh, you know, I, one of my favorite characters on the show, uh, not my favorite character though, which is interesting. So we'll have to, uh, get there, but, uh, yeah, that, that's my number one. And, um, yeah, that's, that's all I had. Like I said, it takes place on Christmas Eve. Um, and it is Henry Ian Cusick who plays Desmond. He, uh, He also plays in the 100. Uh, I don't know what he plays in the 100, though, so I have to uh, check that out later. But, yeah, so that's the list. That's the final countdown for uh, Christmas-themed final countdown. Before we get out of here, Casey, any final—you want to just—hold on one second. I'm getting a spam risk getting called to me as I'm trying to wrap up my show. That's how? That is not nice. That that is my one wish for Christmas. I would like a Christmas gift of to never get spam phone calls again. Rude. Don't they know you're busy? Yeah, I'm I'm doing something important here. How rude. Oh, Stephanie Tanner. I loved her when I was a kid. Um, No, before we get out of here, uh, if you want to plug any of your social media again.
1: I. You know what honestly i actually have not been playing or streaming i haven't streamed in about two months to be honest i've just obviously had other things going on um and i just get so tired <laughs> that i just haven't even i haven't even played i haven't played Warzone in probably almost two months maybe okay. and i haven't streamed and i haven't um done a lot i mean my twitter is at Black Mamba. you can follow me on there um but yeah, I haven't really been much
0: fun. But if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna follow her on Twitch anyway, just go to forty forty one mediacom dot com, find Casey's gorgeous face, click on it, and you can subscribe to her Twitch channel right from there. So if she uh does go back to streaming at some point, you're already you're already linked in. So it's just great. And yeah. And you don't have a LinkedIn, but you know what I mean, like the phrase. You're already you already connected to it. Right. Um yeah, and then you follow us, you know, free your geek on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, JFreeTheGeek.com. I don't know what else I have. Uh, JFree82 on Twitter, Instagram. (laughs) That's me. Uh, Follow 4041media.com. I can't think of anything. Definitely
1: follow 4041media.
0: Yeah. And will uh, not
1: be disappointed.
0: And then for those that celebrate Christmas uh, from here at Free Your Geek, we want to wish you all a very happy, healthy, uh, and Merry Christmas. Hope Santa's good to all of you. Uh, and or if you celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any any of the holidays or even just, uh, you know, for those that are listening uh, right around now, when we, as of this recording, you know, happy holidays, happy new year. You know, 2020 is kind of sucked for a lot of people and just in general with this quarantine and covid, uh, I wish everyone here a blessed and happy, healthy and fruitful 2021 uh, everybody here at For Your Geek, for myself, I can speak for myself, Casey, KB, The Dawn, yeah. everybody else that's that's affiliated here, which is pretty much just the four of us. But uh, we're not going to go out to our normal theme song uh, tonight for this particular show. I also ripped the audio of the Christmas song that they sing at the end of Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. So yeah. I'm going to play that at the end. But <laughs> I, need, uh, I need Casey first. Uh, first of all, good job. Great job as my new...
1: Hey. Uh, official
0: co-host we'll have to uh we'll, we'll work on that timing and chemistry i mean we got that but we got to just tighten it up a little bit but you know merry christmas yeah. happy holidays to you and uh
1: merry christmas
0: merry christmas casey hit him with the catchphrase oh you always do
1: this to me okay. and i never have okay. one okay it's get your geek
0: on. it's get your geek on get just just, geek just say get your on. geek on so i'm gonna i'm gonna say casey i'll tee it up say like funny serious or like De- dealer's,
1: choice. dealer's choice
0: dealer's choice Oh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tee it up for you again, and then we'll go right from there. So, again, yeah. everybody have a great, happy holiday season. Happy New Year. Every, hope everybody's safe and healthy. Casey, hit him with a catchphrase.
1: Get your geek on. Bye, everybody. oh
0: brother this is ridiculous you are enabling a delusion the delusion you're trying to cure is called christmas duncan
1: it's the crazy notion that the longest coldest darkest nights can be the warmest and brightest yeah and when we all agree to support each other in that insanity something even crazier happens it becomes true works every year like clockwork try telling that to your
0: catatonic friend
1: i got a better idea why don't we sing it Wait, what?
0: Yeah, let's not go overboard. Will you two commit to something for a change? Let's sing
1: it. Yeah, let's sing.
0: Can we sing while we blow Duncan away? Absolutely. Ow.
1: Ow. You start, Brittany. Mm, Christmas time is a time to sing. That's what Christmas is for. Christmas can even be a Hanukkah thing. That's what Christmas is for. And for a huge percentage of this God-fearing planet, it's about to birth. the rest of us, it's still a good time to remember that it's good to be nice. Music and cookies and liquor and freeze, that's what Christmas is for.
0: Video games for two straight weeks, that's what Christmas is for.
1: Hanging out with the people you love, saying I love
0: that's a little bit...